0: Hello there and welcome to episode 19 of the Sports and Spirituality Show on the Fairfield County Sports Network sponsored in part by them. My name is Steve Brown and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Sports and Spirituality Show. And the regular co-host is a wonderful lady who uh, loves God, who loves Jesus, who loves the Holy Spirit. That's the Trinity. Uh, uh, she loves her husband and children. Um, she loves other people's kids. Uh, she loves um, giving gifts of Cookies that um, I received today, uh, and she loves broadcasting, even though she really didn't want to do it. Um, and she is the area director of Young Life Lancaster. She is Kelsey Bolt. Welcome back to the Sports and Spirituality Show.
1: Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. That's
0: a, that's a big intro. Always. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was it?
1: <laughs> it was an intro. <laughs> it was
0: something. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, so um, episode Have you started 19.
1: saying that phrase?
0: Uh-huh. Have I? Yeah. Only only on this oh, okay. episode or on this show, only Great. in this context, Okay, yeah, um, <clears throat> now it is uh it is episode 19. I think is a weird number. do Why? you
1: <laughs> No <laughs> you don't Why Have you thought weird? about it?: Nope,
0: no, so you're thinking about it now it seems weird, doesn't it?
1: Not okay. really?
0: Okay, because um, when I think of the number 19? I think of uh, well you, you you became 18 that became like a really big deal right, right. Uh, and then you're 20 you know that now you're you're really progressing in your adult adulting
1: new decades yeah right you're in your 20s yeah there's
0: a two in the number right for sure and you're not 21 so you're not uh, like a legal adult and some things along that line um <laughs> So 19 is like a tweener number. Uh, it's like, well, you're, yeah, you're an adult, and you're not in your 20s, and, and so it just seems uh, like an unusual number. Okay. Now that you're thinking about it, does it seem unusual to you?
1: Nope, just seems like okay. another number.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, just uh, I don't know. I don't know why, but it just seems. Have you
1: thought that your whole life?
0: Um, I, not, well, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably so. Yeah, probably. When I thought about the number 19, I probably thought about that, Yes. Because, again, I'm not sure why, but um, it just seems like an unusual... Uh, unusual place. So we're in an unusual place here. Episode 19. It's the Sports and Spirituality Show. Uh, We'll talk a little spirituality because this is our special Christmas edition of the Sports and Spirituality Show. We had teased in episode 18 that our spouses may join us, uh, but um, due to scheduling conflicts and so forth, uh, they weren't able to do that. We are going to try to make that happen for episode 20. Does that sound like a good idea to you? Great idea. Awesome. So we will see if we can get Josh Bowen and Stacy Rao in here uh as uh the co co host. Uh, is, is that three them?
1: Yeah, something you like that.
0: You have a host and you have a host. I don't know. Um, but at any rate, uh, we're going to try to get you have our a spouse. host
1: and a host? Is that uh, what you said? No, uh,
0: um, we have a, a co-host. And then if you have two oh, more, okay. that would be a co-host, co-host. I, I, I don't know. I'm completely making this up. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're hoping to do that. But the Sports and Spirituality Show, we're going to talk a little bit um, about uh, maybe something 700 years before the birth of Christ uh, happened. And I think something super cool related to that, a prophet of the coming Christ, and uh, um, also uh, maybe talk about, from a sports standpoint, something that happened this week that, because you're not a real sports fan, uh, you wouldn't know um, and I'll, I'll quiz you on that. I'll see uh, whether, you know, what you know about it or don't know about it, which I'm quite sure Can't is Can't wait almost to find nothing. out. <laughs> yeah, which is almost nothing. Um, and, uh, but a phenomenal story, really an unbelievable story that uh, occurred, and uh, some uh, gift that was given this week. Um, and, uh, uh something that, uh, would ha- not have happened, uh, was, it was highly likely that this was never going to happen. And so, uh, a-, a cool thing. So the sports and spirituality, that's the sports side, the spirituality side, we'll talk a little bit about, um, the, uh, the Christmas story. Um, but I'm interested in this Christmas edition of the sports and spirituality show to get your thoughts on Christmas.
1: To get my thoughts on Christmas. Yeah, I
0: do. Let's start with decorating. Okay. What happens at the bowl house when it comes to decorating?
1: I love to decorate for Christmas. I love to decorate for almost every holiday. Okay. But our um, storage situation, it's really inconvenient currently to get all of our decorations out. Yes. So, um, wherever we live next, there will definitely be... (laughs) reorganization of the holiday decorations Very good because they don't get put to good use but um we traditionally have gotten a live christmas tree this year we did not a friend gave us she's uh going out of town for or, i mean she's going out of the country for almost a year-long mission trip and so she was getting rid of a lot of her Uh, physical possessions and so she gave us her artificial Christmas tree which honestly with a toddler who wants to eat everything which I don't know what's better artificial or real
0: probably real
1: you think yeah um yep so we have an artificial tree this year and then also happened to get a dog that wasn't actually planned Um, right I, I don't know. So, anyways, artificial tree. We have a really cute um, Christmas house. Uh-huh. Like, I don't... Display? Yes. Yes. Um, part of the decoration. Yeah, part of the decorations. They light up. We put them on our mantle. They're beautiful. They... I basically took them all from my mom. I remember them as when I was a child, putting them up with my mom. Uh-huh. We had this really long buffet table, and we'd put them on the top and bottom, and... Um, we actually did not put out a lot of our decorations this year because of our toddler, who yes. is one. Right, um, And right. actually, now that we happen to get a dog, it, it just worked out that it was probably for the best. Correct. Um, so this year, we have things that we hang up on the walls, and we have um, the Christmas tree, and that's kind of it. So this year is a little bit more simple, okay. but I am excited for when... Um, we have a dog that is trained, and yes. we have children that are older who won't grab breakable things. Right. So that's yeah, that's kind of it. I would prefer to decorate probably shortly after Thanksgiving, like that week right after. Uh huh. But that's kind of a crazy time for us, and so this year we didn't really get decorated until probably mid December.
0: Okay. Now does Lucy help with these decorations?
1: Oh yes, she loves to. Yeah.
0: Well, what about Josh? Where's he on the decorating
1: great he actually is all in i would say this year he did more than i did how about that yeah i was kind of more managing all the uh-huh. chaos but um yes no he is uh yes very involved excellent yeah what about your guys's house well um,
0: my uh, wife and daughter uh, do most of the decorating uh, we are asked, um, typically I'm asked to do like uh, window lights uh, through the front of the house. Um, uh, they ended up handling that this year. Um, they, uh, I I do set the tree up for them and fluff the tree. We have two of those. Uh, they are artificial, uh, so they get cheaper every year we use them. Right. Uh, we yeah. have this <laughs> silly thing that we used to, uh, uh, you know, when you get a tree out of a box, you put it back in that box, it never really sets you exactly right, you know. And so uh, we, we put some duct tape around it. We have different colored duct tape, and so we could actually – it's kind of like counting the rings on a tree.
1: You oh. can count
0: how many years we've had it through oh. the different colors of uh, duct tape that are around the box to hold it together. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, so that's my my role is kind of setting up the trees. And then uh, my wife started this tradition uh, many years ago, um, and really I think her mom started it, and that is getting... Ornaments uh, for your kids. Yes. And then when they leave the house, they take their box of ornaments with them. Yes. And she always loves this concept that she's putting up, say, a, um, I don't know, Anne of Green Gables ornament that she got when she was seven years old from her mom. And her brother also has something similar. So they're setting up their trees separately together with, you know, these um, shared memories. And so, my wife's done that uh so she she gets us an ornament every year. uh the kids um put them now on their trees. Uh, our middle daughter just bought a house this year, and so she got her box of ornaments uh, to take to her house. Our oldest daughter been married uh for um, five years, I think or six um and uh, and so. Um, it, it's, uh, it's a really neat tradition. So what we're supposed to do is put up our ornaments on the tree. <clears throat> Steve maybe hasn't done a very mm. good job of that. And, uh, my son, uh, Samuel may be, uh, also a little behind on mm. that as well. And, uh, so we'll see, um, if we get that done before, uh, Chris Kringle, uh, St. Nicholas comes down the chimney that we don't have uh, here <laughs> at the house. So, uh, we'll see if, if all of that happens. So right. that's, uh, that's our decorating stuff. Now, you, know, you brought me a very nice um, uh, tin of cookies.
1: I did. Which
0: included at least two of my absolute favorites.
1: I'm so happy. Yes.
0: Uh, those uh, Buckeyes, that was super kind of you yes. to do that. Um, huge fan <laughs> and getting bigger by the day. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, uh, the uh, Hershey Kiss cookie. Yeah. Uh, Peanut- huge fan. I,
1: I think they go by different names, but I think... yeah. They call them peanut butter blossoms.
0: Peanut butter blossoms. I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know what I call them delicious. Yeah. Uh, and so I literally could eat my weight in them and yes. probably have. Love um, And so it is uh, so that was very kind of you um, to do that. Um, so is that part of your tradition as well?
1: Yeah, it's becoming more and more a part of my tradition uh josh's family his mother and two sisters are very big cookie bakers candy makers mm-hmm. around the holidays and um i feel like i it was intimidating because they are really good at it and yes. have it down to have a system science and yep. systems um and their product is incredible, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and so all of the goodies we br- I brought this morning were homemade. And I hope you and your family love them. And I have come to love doing this tradition as well. And it's fun, also with um, now Lucy. This year, right. you know, she was very excited about it. We do it with her cousins, and um, yes. So I'm I'm trying to not be <laughs> intimidated because I just don't have. I can cook and I can bake. I can follow right. a recipe, but I am not creative. I, mm-hmm. That's just not how my brain works. And I don't always enjoy the process. But with family, I do love it. And it's so fun to give people I love, like your family, these homemade gifts for Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's very kind of you. Um, we, My wife also has this tradition. It was a couple of weeks ago. She's like, uh, cookie-making time on this particular Saturday, and all the kids come, and we have a, co- a couple of grandsons. And so it was a cookie-making party. One of the... Uh, traditions is cut-out cookies um, where you ice them. And so you get to, you know, be creative. So my wife has six or eight bowls of uh, different colors Um, and then, uh, you know, sprinkles and other things that you would add uh, to uh, kind of create your own. And uh, uh, our oldest grandson, Milo, uh, was super excited. And uh, I think he wanted a a Superman, he wanted to make a Superman one or Iron Man or something. There was a a particular colors he was, you know, going for. And this look that he was trying to create and uh, yeah so it is uh, powerful memories Mm -hmm. uh, are created in moments like that and and the kids look forward to it hey when are we doing that cookie making thing you know Um, and uh, everybody gets involved and uh, so it is it is really what this uh, what the holiday season is about um, when it comes to spending time together uh, doing shared activities together Really enjoying each other's time together. Maybe next week, if our spouses can join us, we can maybe do a, a year in review.
1: That'd be so fun.
0: Um, and uh, we, uh, you know, w- one of the things that I'll talk about is, uh, uh, you know, the, the book that uh, that we released this year. And um, <clears throat> I may, I may, uh, I may write one more book. Uh, I, I don't really have any other. Uh, Motivations to do more than one more, I don't think, Uh, at least not at the moment. Um, But uh, this book would be about the ministry of presence. And I think it is the most powerful thing we can do. Yep. Um, We'll use a uh, a Christmas example. Uh, The prophet Isaiah said, and you will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So at the end of the day, uh, and it's uh, said again in Matthew, right? Um, uh, we'll call him Emmanuel. It's a, qu- a quote from the book of Isaiah. Um, God uh, can do things for us, uh, and God loves us, and uh, God sees us, and all of those things. But the most important thing is he wants to be with us. And uh, at the Christmas season, we want to be with our family. We yep. want to be with our friends. They're like, oh, what did you do? Well, it doesn't really matter what we do, right? we want to be together. And it is fun yeah, you know, to make cookies, right? It is. Uh, it, it is fun uh, to decorate the house. It is right. fun uh, to go look at the lights and all of those kinds of things. Right. But at the end of the day, what makes it awesome is we're with those uh, that we love and that love us. And so um, it is uh, uh, a, a powerful thing. The uh, cookie-making thing uh, is wonderful because I love consuming the product oh yeah um but um it's even greater that we can do it together as a family
1: yes now
0: is. how has this process gone as a um <laughs> uh, oh i was gonna say middle-aged woman but that's not right <laughs> um uh Damn, lady when, inter- when
1: is middle age you
0: know what i don't know i here, here's how you'll know when middle age is okay uh you got to know when you're going to die Okay. You gotta
1: know when you're gonna. Yeah, because then can't you would know,
0: know. You would know oh. what the halfway point is. Like I'm gonna oh, die at 84. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm 56 years old. I'm gonna die at 84, and so 42 uh, was middle age for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's half of 82 or 84.
1: It's so weird you say yeah. that.
0: Okay. So, you don't know. You won't really know what uh, middle age is. Okay. Yeah. So, at any rate, you, I you're in your early 30s. Yes, yeah. I am. And so, how is that different than, say, I don't know, your early 20s? Oh, my gosh. It's
1: so different. In what way? Okay. So, I was saying to Steve right before we hopped on air that this is my fifth Christmas as a mom. and. Of my thirty two years or whatever of Christmases, mm-hmm. I I don't have the hang of it. I'm sure that this will become my normal and at some point in my life I hope that I reach a point where I am a mom for more Christmases than I'm not a mom.
0: Correct. However That will happen.
1: Great. I hope so. It I don't will. I don't know when I'm gonna die.
0: I know. Um But I do. <laughs>
1: oh gosh. <that> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Conversation for another time. Yeah,
0: yeah done. done with um that.
1: Okay, so it is just way more, there's just a lot more, I feel like, to do and a lot more, maybe it's mostly mental things to think through. Uh-huh. So obviously it's the gifts for the kids, but it's being intentional and helping them have the right focus of the season. Um, it is uh, all the parties, you know, so there's more parties, I feel like, when you have children. uh uh-huh. um, an example is we were invited to a Santa party that my in-laws close friends throw where Uh Santa comes Mm -hmm. and uh, all the kids get a gifts. And I think there's usually crafts. We haven't been able to make it um, because of the past several years, circumstances. And, um, but anyways, we would have gone this year. Lucy was again in quarantine. Thankfully she's negative. So we can celebrate Christmas with family and friends. Wonderful. Um, Teacher gifts. Yeah. For, oh, And for the parties, you have things to take and bring and yes. prepare and right. um, teacher gifts. All of these things are really fun. Yes. And I love, like, I do my very best to uh, love on Lucy's teacher and Wade's teachers um, as, as well as I can. So almost for any holiday, I feel like I find an excuse to give the teachers gifts. Josh was like, we were just giving them <laughs> gifts. And I'm like, look, <laughs> you don't understand. Um... I don't. They are saints to me. I don't know how they spend all day in classrooms with one-year-olds and four-year-olds. Yeah, right?
0: And not just your kid, right? Everybody. Yeah, else's all kid, the right. other kids. Yeah, right.
1: Um, I think there are two teachers in Lucy's class for like twenty kids, and I'm like, that sounds horrible every day. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> so. With the kids just comes a whole lot more. And then you're thinking through bedtimes because they got to get to bed on time. Right. Baths and what are the kids going to wear to all of these things. Right. There's just so much more mental stuff. And I definitely, I think I do my very best to like recognize what they're wearing ultimately does not matter. Right. It is so insignificant. But I would be lying if I said that it still isn't thought. Like it takes up mental space in my mind. Yep um you know and I, it's just funny this is not a knock this is at my husband he is a great dad but how much effort or thought he has put into what the kids are going to be wearing to these yep. things yep is zero yes
0: <laughs> I can vouch for a guy right. who has four children I've never thought about it right and I don't even want to think about it and it e- does not matter to me. And now, even if
1: they don't need new things, are the things that we want washed? And do we know where right, they are? Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I do. Yeah. I, I do. mean,
0: I do because you're telling me. I don't because I've thought of it. <laughs> I don't think of that stuff. Yes. Uh, but um, this is probably another subject for another time. But um, I think, uh, and I've talked to other women about this, women don't dress for men. They dress okay. for other women. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: you've told me that yes. your theory on this. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: and and I think the same is true with moms and their kids. You could put your kid really in anything, and yep. it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. Until some mom makes some reference about, uh, "Hey, where'd you get that outfit?" or "Oh, did did they dress themselves today?" or "Um, well, that's an interesting combination of outfit there. Uh, those mm. shoes." Um uh, what well, can you tell me about those shoes? Um a- a- am I speaking truth here? Is this uh something that uh would impact you much deeper than if um a guy says something to you about your kids' outfits?
1: Yeah, I think so. But it's interesting like I'm laughing because I don't I'm very blessed and I have not bought a lot of My children's clothes. Uh We have grandparents and aunts and uncles. We've gotten hand-me-downs. Other relatives have bought clothes for our kids. And don't get me wrong. I have bought my kids plenty of clothes, and I love to buy them clothes. I think kids' clothes are so cute. But Lucy has such a strong opinion. Yeah. She would wear head-to-toe pink, mismatched pink, (laughs) all day, every day long. Right. And I just...
0: You have to intervene there.
1: Uh, you know, I try. Uh-huh. I try. I usually tell her one thing has to be not pink. Okay. So what she likes to point out is her socks or underwear are uh-huh, not right. pink. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> right. like, no, no. One thing on the outside has to not be outside. pink. Yeah, the, right. like, top, which is either, most of the time it's a dress. Okay. The dress or shirt, uh, the leggings or pants, and the shoes. One of them cannot be pink. Okay. Um, But... This is not a battle I am willing yeah. to fight. Sure, but she does understand for special occasions, mom gets to pick out options, I got and it. she has to pick one of the and options. You let her
0: choose. That's very wise of you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, uh, really. Um, now, um, uh, those are uh, other things I would probably like to talk about related to that. <laughs> um, but um, talk to me about hair. Uh, yeah, do you <laughs> – uh, is this also something that uh, that mom thinks about? Again, not because one guy at the, at the party is going to go, what did you do with her hair there? Or uh, what's with the bows? Or um, did she cut her own hair or did you actually pay for that? <laughs> okay. um, uh, so um, – <laughs> but if a lady says that, I think it's way more impactful. Now, that's my theory.
1: Sure. I, I can understand that. Again, I think I'm a little bit unique. Neither of my kids, one and four, have ever had their hair cut. Ever? With, ever, ever. So Lucy is, wow. I think, scared. I think she yeah. thinks it's going to hurt. Yeah,
0: right. Well, they're coming at you with scissors, right? And, <laughs> and they have points on the because
1: app. of COVID... Typically, I would take her with me when I get my haircut. cut. Right. Um,
0: so she could see, oh, that's no big right. deal. But right. she
1: hasn't really seen that for several reasons, scheduling purposes, whatever. Uh-huh. Wade definitely needs a haircut. Um, It's definitely pretty shaggy, <laughs> and he's gotten mistaken as a girl. I don't know. Oops. Whatever. I
0: made that mistake uh, last week.
1: Whoops. Yeah. Yep. Um, not
0: with Wade, but somebody else. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. So, Lucy doesn't want a haircut. Her hair is very long. Lucy barely, she lets me brush it every day, and she does not give me grief, but it is just down every day. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I feel like in her four years of life, I could probably count on two hands the number of times she's let me, like, do her hair. Uh-huh, a yeah. ponytail, a braid, which... Uh-huh. I am not a big girly girl. I can barely manage my own hair. Um, So I am fine with this. It is simple. I don't mind. But she has really long hair. So sometimes I'm like, we have to do something with your hair.
0: Got to do something. Yep. Yeah. So...
1: Um, so hair's not really a thing. We just brush it yeah. and she wears it down every yeah. day.
0: <laughs> yeah. How about that? It's Good great. for you. Yeah. That's a, Yes. It's really great. It is. That's a great blessing for you. Um, uh, I, I, my, my point was going to all of these parties yes. and these various yes. activities, uh, which are awesome and wonderful. Yes. I think maybe we sense that my observation is that moms worry about judgment received from other moms, mm. uh, not from the guys at the party, um, as it relates yeah. to outfits and hair. And uh, that kind of thing.
1: Yes, I think you're probably right. I just think that most... I can't say I don't care, but I would just say for me, it's not a high priority.
0: Yeah, uh, I think uh, wise on your part. This is the Sports and Spirituality Show. I'm uh, one of your co-hosts, Steve Ral. That's uh, Kelsey Bowl, the mother of Lucy and Wade, um, <laughs> who've never had their hair cut. Which no. is um, actually a, a thought that has um, impacting my mind more than it should because I just can't imagine. But um, so, how young
1: were your kids when you cut their hair? I, I don't.
0: I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm sure you don't. You, my wife could probably tell you the day that it happened, but um, I don't know. I, it's just that's uh, just that's a very unusual thing uh, to me in my mind um I, I don't know why i don't know why. I don't know distra- when you're
1: supposed to cut kids hair
0: <laughs> i don't know either i don't know anything about it it's right. just i would have thought maybe it happened before now <laughs> i don't know
1: well, before four years old for sure yeah i don't know if before think- one
0: But I don't know. I don't don't, know. Uh, You can't know less about fashion and hair and stuff like that than (laughs) I do. So uh, I don't even know why it's impacted me that way. Um, uh, (laughs) We are going to talk about uh, the gift-giving season in the sports world uh, here in a minute uh, with an amazing story uh, that happened actually back in 2020. Uh, But there was a development in that story um, here this week and we'll sh- uh, share a little bit about that um, as well. So speaking of gifts, speaking I want to gifts. know uh, your thought process on that as it relates to the gift-giving season. How does Kelsey Bowl manage gift-giving?
1: Okay, great question, and I don't know. I don't know. So we have we buy for a lot of family members, like in our immediate family. Sure. And then – I feel like we go to a couple parties where we bring like general gifts and there's like gift exchange games, but it's not for someone specific, which is fun. Um, and then a lot of like friends, people who are important to us, uh, we give typically the homemade sweets oh, to, yeah, which wonderful. is so fun. And teachers, we also give homemade sweets too. Um, so we have a budget. My husband's in finance. We've lived by a budget most, I mean, I think all of our married life. Um, So we have a, we set a limit for people. I wish that I would start shopping and thinking about this in November. Like I know people who start in October. Oh, my wife starts in July. Yeah, I, that's like so great. But then I'm also like, what if what people want or need (laughs) changes? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's an interesting um, justification uh, yeah. uh, for a weighty.
1: Yeah. And I think especially with kids, usually part of what I'm getting my own kids is clothing. And so I want to see what size they're going to be in as we get Smart closer. Move. Yep. Um, you know, shoes. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, I don't, we don't know. I Someone else asked me this just this week, and I was like, we don't have a system yet uh-huh, or like yeah. a plan. Okay. I know moms who, sorry, I'm being stereotypical, as moms do most of the shopping, in my opinion. They do. Um, but I, I know some parents who take on the like, we're going to buy our kids something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read, uh, which I think is a cute system. I know yep. people who only buy their kids three gifts because jesus got three gifts at his birth um so i yeah, don't know and, and that we probably have probably
0: more but yeah, uh, yeah. I,
1: we i don't know yeah we don't know we don't have a system again this is yeah. only my fifth year as a mom yeah. let me figure it out yeah yeah
0: let's figure it out well um I, you've been married longer than, than than five christmases yeah and so talk to me about uh, the gift process as it relates okay. to kelsey and josh
1: we give each other gifts we set a budget we're pretty bad at sticking to our budget, um, or I should say I usually am. All of Josh's interests are expensive.
0: Yes. and You mentioned I, this. I, yeah, I think I've week. said this. Uh-huh.
1: And they're hobbies that are very specific, and yeah. I don't know that much about. Okay. Um, all of my ideas for him I think are great, but out of our budget. And so I just typically usually... I think below our budget, and I this see. year I stayed within our budget for Christmas because I blew his budget just at the beginning of November for his birthday. I and see. So, um, yeah, got him a couple gifts. I'm really excited about them, but they're you know they're some might say small. Uh huh. They are actually physically small, but yeah. Um. I think that it's always the thought and intention that counts. And I it think is. that it's fun to give gifts to people you love.
0: What, why are we so intimidated by the, oh, how I many gifts know. did you get? How, right. w- how much oh, money was, did you spend? That wasn't a big... And- uh, gif the size uh, of it why yeah
1: why does that matter I don't know um,
0: uh, it, I know it does and even mm-hmm. internally it does mm-hmm. uh, because it did to you because you 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 were even referencing yeah well, you know I don't know uh, it yes. we should uh, I hate it that we have that pressure Agreed. I hate hate, hate that um, what I found interesting
1: oh, gosh.
0: is you said he's got all these interests and I don't know anything about them I don't okay um, how long have you been married?
1: Ten years. Yeah.
0: Um, do we- you think in the last ten years you could have, I don't know, read a book about his interest <laughs> or Googled something about his interest <laughs> or maybe even had a conversation with him about his interest? And so ten years down the road, you would at least know more about his interest. And then when it comes gift-giving time, you would know what to do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I He's hope really... he makes it on the show next week. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yep. Yeah, He's really whole interested whole in
1: music, and uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know what to buy. This Sweetwater catalog, Sweetwater is yeah. his favorite music distribution yeah. awesome. equipment place. Do you
0: have any friends you could ask? Mm-hmm. Hey, when Josh is talking about music stuff, um, is there anything know. particular he, he mentioned that he might want? Or
1: Cycling's another interest of his. Awesome. Woodworking is yes. another interest of his. Golf. Yes. Yeah.
0: All of these very easy to buy for.
1: No, not really. Yeah. No. They
0: are. Yep.
1: Nope, 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 yep,
0: nope. yep, yep, Nope. Yep, what would certainly.
1: you buy for a golfer?
0: Um, well, I'd have to know what he has. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, Always easy to get golf shirt, golf glove. You can always get golf special... gloves. Come
1: in sizes, right? And there are brands. And what color? You've been does married he want? to
0: the guy for ten years, and you don't know what size glove he wears. Um, <clears throat> sure go- don't. <laughs> golf balls. They there's
1: no. All ki- yeah, there's all kinds. I there's know. too many options. No, you ask
0: a few <laughs> questions. You do a little research, and you you're very good at this kind of thing.
1: I know. Actually, what I do, I have a note in my phone. Uh-huh. And when Josh says things uh-huh. about what, like, he made a reference. This was probably a few months ago because yep. we were probably still grilling outside. He wanted these specific tongs that uh-huh. had a specific coating on them. Wonderful. Yeah, I put it in my phone. So then when he's trying to make lists because our sweet families ask us for Christmas lists, right. I like read off, you know probably five to ten things that he said over the last several months, Correct. if not year, that he wants. And then right. I just gave all my good away- ideas away.
0: Okay, I see. You're giving that to other people. Now, that, yeah. that's an important part of the story. Because right. you are at least paying attention. Oh, yeah, I'm and paying you're, attention. you taking notes. Because uh, you made it sound like, well, I don't know. He's interested in stuff, and I have no idea what he's interested in. Oh, no, 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 no. I pay attention. I don't attention. know how to help him. Uh, but I don't know anything about the things he's, he's involved in. So... Uh, but it, but that's not 100% true because you've been paying attention. But the, yeah. Yeah. So that's just one area uh, in golf. You can uh, there, there are four or five things you can do just in the golf area. In the music area, you ask a few questions. You're doing a great job of listening to him and uh, taking notes. Uh, that's really, really good. Um, to me, uh, I think it's the best way to go. Um, yep. it, it's kind of a surprise because you're like, oh, I didn't know I was going to receive that. And yet it's something that I literally said one time. Uh, and yeah, but to me that's powerful. That's what
1: I got him this year uh-huh. is something he said yeah. about something and now I'm nervous because he's only mentioned it once and I'm going to be like, does he think this was a waste of money? Did I spend too much money on that? You know, like I just then get in my head about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, don't do not do that. Okay. Don't overthink it. Okay. Um, <laughs> he loves his wife Yeah, and his wife thought enough of him uh, that's something he mentioned one time she actually, uh, got for him. He doesn't strike me as a kind of guy who, um, is a, a guy who talks a lot, uh, and just says a, a thousand different things and like,
1: no, he talks a lot. Does he? Yeah. He's uh, a talker. Huh?
0: How about that? Yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> do you see him as a guy who really uh he said that but he really didn't want that oh no no no! it no. was just a, it was a fleeting moment thing and mm-hmm. and like oh yeah i'd love to have the whatever it is um and then you're like oh actually i'm over it now i don't want that anymore no 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 that that's what i was referencing yes. he's not that kind of um uh, maybe more scattered or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he's going to love what, uh, whatever you purchased in uh, this show is before Christmas, so we can't really talk about what no. that is. Uh, but uh, I'd be happy to hear uh, if he's able to be on the show on episode yeah. 20 uh, to find out what that is.
1: How do you and Stacy manage gifts?
0: Now, here's the deal. Um, my wife has a list of people and family and friends uh, that uh, we buy for, and uh, she does it all. <laughs> um, it's absolutely true. Yep. I don't know anything about it. Yep. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the beauties of Christmas for me is the kids open things and I get to see what they got. Yes. Because I don't know what they got. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably care more about it. Um, I don't because I trust her. Uh, she is very good at knowing what they want um, and then uh, getting um, getting them uh, wh- what they want. Uh, w- we also have the family text string that says... Hey, what do you want? Um, mm. And and so everybody would have access uh, to yes. that. Um, and so my job is to buy for her. And, Great. Uh, and so I, you know, I will sometimes ask the kids, uh, I'll try to pay attention. And often I will uh, try to get her something that maybe she didn't put on any list. Um, and I'm trying to think if I did that this year uh, <laughs> or not. Um, uh, there's a couple of things that I'm positive. She's not expecting okay. one of the beauties with her is she doesn't always remember, mm. uh, Oh, did I put that on the list? Um, and so, so I, I'm excited about those, uh, those things. That's awesome. Um, because, uh, yeah, I think there'll be one or two things that she, uh, will not be expecting. And then I would love for you, uh, to talk to me, uh, maybe next week about a gift idea that I think is super cool. Um, that, um, Uh, one of my children, um, and it involves that. Okay, great. Uh, And so um, I'm just really excited about it. It is a very uh, unique and specific thing that is being created specifically for them. Um and uh, I'm super stoked about it.
1: Okay, so they're gonna receive this on yeah. Christmas. Yes. Okay, this year. Yes. So you can't spoil it yet. Yeah, I don't want okay, to. That yes. makes so much sense. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, and, and I, you know, you know, the, the the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive, and the joy you get, and my wife. Uh, feels this way. She's like, I can't wait for the kids to open their things, you know, yes. or the grandkids, yes. right? You get excited about yes. that. Um, this is the thing I'm probably most excited about this Christmas yes. is when uh, my daughter uh, opens this uh, particular thing. Uh, Great. I can't so, wait to hear yeah, about it. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be super cool. And you know what? I've missed on some things like that, mm. especially with my wife. I, I I got her something last year. Um, and, uh, my <laughs> wife is a voracious reader uh-huh. and I bought her a book that I thought she would love. It, right. It did not, it, it, it uh, went over like a lead balloon is oh, the, whoops. as the kids say. Um, and yeah, so, um, other things have gone really, really well right. and she's really appreciated that, that, that was a miss. Um, that particular, that particular deal right there. So you tried. Uh, I did. Uh, and there was a reason why I bought that particular thing. Um, it just, it, uh, it didn't work. Okay. So, um, we'll, we'll try it. we'll try to do better next time. Sounds good. Uh, and so this is the next time. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Speaking of giving gifts. Yeah. In football, uh, some gifts were given. Were they? They were. Um, like in pro football, there's a, uh, thing called a pro ball. Right, it is played. Um, it's in essence the All Star game uh, for for the NFL, uh, National Football League, uh, Pro Football. Uh, they have a Pro Bowl, and okay. so you have to kind of earn the right. So
1: and you uh, get invited.
0: Um, yes, you get selected. Oh, okay. and then there's first team, and then there's reserve, so second team. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, pro Bowl people. They play the Pro Bowl between. The um, AFC and, and NFC national, or the championship games and the Super Bowl. So the week between those, that's when they play the Pro Bowl. Um, okay. And again, it's when
1: is this happening? Um,
0: this will happen in February. Okay, late great. January, early February. So, uh, you, and again, it doesn't really matter who wins the game. Uh, it's it's. Usually held in warm climates. It was held in Hawaii for many years. Um, And, you know. So,
1: the teams for the Pro Bowl are made up of players from all the NFL teams.
0: Correct. You receive a Pro Bowl selection. So,
1: it doesn't matter. Like, the winning team gets bragging rights I don't, I don't know they
0: probably get some money um and then quite frankly when you are a player and you uh, put in your contract if i make the pro bowl i get this bonus so oh. it does matter that way
1: okay another but, question but the are any of the players work. who play in the pro bowl uh-huh. also playing in the super bowl
0: they don't and that's a great question yeah
1: because they can't get hurt no
0: they're they're getting ready for the super bowl so what and that's one of the reasons you need a reserve so let's Got say uh, the quarterback okay. um, is Tom Brady, but he plays yeah. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, oh, he's in the Super Bowl, so he's not going to be at the Pro Bowl. Got it. He's getting ready for the Super Bowl, right? Which and so, he's
1: probably been selected for the Pro Bowl yes, a lot and yes. hasn't gotten to play a lot. It, he
0: probably hasn't gotten to play a lot. Yes, yeah. exactly. Some think he might win the MVP this year. Of uh, the Pro Bowl? No, of uh, the, the season he would be the... There's one
1: MVP for the whole NFL season?
0: Yes, ma'am. Why is that (laughs) (laughs) funny? Because it's a pretty basic uh, sports knowledge. There's
1: (laughs) one. No, there's one MVP for the whole. Don't they name an MVP after every game?
0: (laughs) They will sometimes give a game ball. uh, Yeah, that's the
1: MVP. They get it. You for, get for an MVP all the time
0: for that game. Every freaking football game. They don't call it the MVP.
1: Whatever, that's what it is, and we know okay.
0: it. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> for a guy who's not a sports fan, I don't think you should use the term "We know it" because I don't think <laughs> you know much of anything. That's about what it.
1: I'm saying. If I know that that means they're the MVP, then everyone else should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's funny stuff. Um Yes. So, okay, hold on. Yeah.
1: So you're telling me, just uh, to clarify, and then okay. we can move on. Okay. For the whole NFL season, yes, there is only one MVP named. Yes, ma'am. And it happens after the Super Bowl?
0: Um, You know what? On the timing of that, I'm not exactly sure. I actually think the MVP is chosen before the Super Bowl. Um, but
1: you would think that because the MVP it's based on the whole be, year. Yeah, but you would think that yeah. So the Super Bowl is part of the year.
0: It is, but um, you have a most valuable player, and the most valuable player is not necessarily somebody who's playing in the Super Bowl.
1: It could. Well, I don't. Okay, yeah, it could be.
0: It could be. be. someone. Argue? I don't know that it should be. Oh, okay, whatever. But it could be. Because you could be a really, really good player, but your team doesn't win um, to get to the Super Bowl. Okay. Typically, your MVP is on a really good team, but it doesn't have to be. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that award hasn't been – that gift hasn't been given yet. Um, but the gifts of uh, Pro Bowl, being in the Pro Bowl, meaning oh, okay. you're one of the best players
1: – In the NFL.
0: At your position – in the National Football League, yes. Great. And then they have a uh, reserve pro bowl. So, those so they've, had the, they've yes. had the
1: selection? Yes. They've had the selection? They've already
0: selected them. Oh, okay. uh, I think there's uh, three from uh, my NFL team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Great. Um, and uh, one of those is a starter, uh, Jamar Chase. He's a wide receiver. And uh, then um, uh, Joe Mixon is our running back. He made the uh, reserve. And um, our defensive player, um, uh, Hendricks. Um, made the Pro Bowl. Uh, the Browns, I think, had uh, three or four uh, on the Browns that, that made uh, the Pro Bowl. And so that's a, that's a neat gift. Now, <clears throat> I hesitate to even go here because uh, this girl across from me, uh, not sure that we should have uh, one person be the MVP. But
1: in- No, I like that. But I'm just saying that there's not just one MVP. If people get game balls after every game, that's basically the MVP.
0: No, it's MVP for that game. Yeah. Did you ever play sport? No, you didn't. Um, but you know, not every game is your best game,
1: for sure, right? And yeah. so
0: you wouldn't be the MVP for the year if you had one really good game and the rest of them you did average or struggled. Uh, so you wouldn't be the MVP for the year just I'm because not you got saying a game ball.
1: They're the MVP for the year. I'm yeah. just saying, there's a lot more MVPs than the year one.
0: Well. They're not nearly as important as the year one. I
1: can understand that, but I'm just saying, continue with your story. Well, well, here's
0: my story. Okay. In college, Uh they have kind of the version of an MVP. Do you happen to know what that's called? The Heisman. Exactly. They give that to like 12 people?
1: No, they give it to one a year. One person.
0: Yes. And they, they give it to them. They're the, in essence, they're the MVP, most valuable player in college for that year that makes sense? Sure. So who was it? Who won the Heisman Trophy?
1: Couldn't tell you.
0: Who uh, was nominated?
1: Couldn't tell you.
0: I know you couldn't tell me. Now, let me ask you. Uh, allegedly, you're a Buckeye fan, which you're obviously not because you can't name two or three people. Um, but were there any Buckeyes that were invited to the downtown club in New York for the Heisman Trophy presentation? Yep. Awesome. Who was it?
1: Couldn't tell you.
0: <laughs> you just said yes because you were guessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? So, yes, you are right. I know because we're good a
1: good guess. team. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
0: yeah. you're my MVP.
1: So, <laughs> That's um, so kind.
0: Uh, you're welcome. <clears throat> so, yes, there was an MVP, um, uh, the, the Heisman Trophy winner. There were There were four finalists this year. And one of them was uh, a Buckeye. It's the starting quarterback for the Ohio State University, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, great. Yes. Uh, he ended up, sadly for him, and I don't know really why this happened because he literally was one of the best players in all of football. I thought he had a good chance to win it. He finished fourth.
1: But he's young, right?
0: He is. Uh, this is his first year. He hadn't thrown. He's a
1: true freshman?
0: Uh, no, he's a redshirt freshman. Oh, okay. But, um, but he hadn't thrown a, a college pass until this season.
1: Yeah, so yeah. give him some time. Exactly. Will he still be eligible? He will. Okay, great.
0: Yes. As a matter of fact.
1: I have a lot of hope for him. I I,
0: I know this is, I shouldn't even ask this question, <laughs> but um, do you know that there is only one two-time Heisman Trophy winner ever?
1: Do I know that there is only one? T- oh, I didn't know you could win it two times, so no, I didn't yeah. know.
0: Yeah, you didn't. But uh, wait,
1: is he from Ohio State? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on the name, but I'm <laughs> <No laughs> sure it'll it. sound familiar. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: the, the Heisman Trophy has been given since like the the 20s or 30s. Oh wow! Yes, and only one guy has ever won it twice. And he's and from she's Ohio like, State. Oh, I might recognize his name. Uh, <clears throat> um, you're just proving to me that you're not a sports fan at least in Ohio State football. There's a lot
1: kid. to know about sports, okay?
0: If you don't know, <laughs> the two-time Heisman Trophy winner, the only one in the history of Ohio State. I know of that he's from football. Ohio State. Yeah, that's really, really good. Um, Archie Griffin.
1: <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, so
0: Archie Griffin, uh, he is the two-time Heisman Trophy winner, only got to ever win it twice. So, um, um, uh, Bryce um, Young uh, won it this year. He's the quarterback for Alabama. Uh, CJ Stroud unfortunately finished fourth.
1: They rank them? Yes. Fascinating. Cuz
0: they vote. They vote on it and so whoever gets the, the most votes is your Heisman Trophy winner. Um and uh, then Do they release second,
1: the number of votes? They do. Fascinating. Yeah,
0: I don't remember what they were. I didn't see them. But uh, How
1: do they get nominated? Is that also voting?
0: Uh, it is. I think the way it works is like a committee, the Heisman Trophy committee and I think on the committee are former Heisman Trophy winners. It's oh. a really cool thing because when they, they, they have uh, the four guys uh, that, you know, are, are selected there always four. Uh, no, I think sometimes it's three. I think it's never more than four, but um, they're sitting there and they, re- nobody knows uh, who the, who the Heisman, I mean, somebody does, but these guys don't <laughs> know. And the Heisman Trophy winners are there. There's a crowd there and it, it, it is high drama. And, um, and they say the 2021 uh, Heisman Trophy winners and all of the other Heisman Trophy winners, is th- those that can make it, are there. It's just super cool. That is so uh, fun. This, this platform full of Heisman Trophy winners, it's just a really, really cool spectacle. Uh, but yes, won by the Alabama quarterback. Uh, C.J. Stroud, I think, uh, if he has as good a year or better uh, in this upcoming season that he had last year, he'll win it. Great. Uh, in uh, 2000. How old is,
1: like, what year is the yeah. winner? Yeah. You know? you know what?
0: I'm not even sure. Okay. Um, he's from Alabama, and I don't have any reason to like him. Great. Or uh, worry about him. So, uh, okay, well, yeah, I hope he loses uh, to the Cincinnati Bearcats in the semifinals. Yes. I hope he gets crushed. Yeah. I don't want him to get hurt or anything like that, but I hope he plays Their terrible. Team. Yeah. I hope he plays terrible. Okay. Um, and I hope they lose uh, by, uh, I don't know, 30 points. Um, so, At any rate, um, uh, yes, the gift-giving season. A gift was given this week to an Ohio State player. And uh, um, you know I like to give you a hard time about not being a real fan? Absolutely. I did not know this was a thing. Okay. But there is an award given called the Polynesian Player of the Year. It is put together by... The uh, Polynesian Hall of Fame. Are you familiar with this at all? No. You know what? I wasn't either. But senior defensive tackle Haskell Garrett on Wednesday was named the Polynesian College Football Player of the Year by the Polynesian Football Hall of Fame. That's cool. The leading sack collector uh, for the Buckeyes, uh, in this past season, 5.5 sacks, five and a half there. Um, and he had seven tackles for loss, TFLs we sometimes call that. Um, actually had three sacks uh, in the game versus Akron. And uh, so I thought that was, uh, that was something I did not know about. And uh, since you didn't know there was an MVP in football and all that, yeah, I wouldn't know about that either. But um, it, was, uh, it was cool uh, to see that happen.
1: Is there an award? Uh, yes. So, like show? Uh,
0: it's televised? I don't know about that. Oh. Um, th- there probably is uh, in the Polynesian world. Um, but what is fascinating about him receiving the Polynesian uh, college football player of the year is that he literally stared death in the face on August the 30th of 2020. Um, so it's almost a gift or an award that he could not have gotten. Uh, The story goes he was at, um, at somebody's house and there was a domestic dispute and it turned violent and somebody pulled out a gun and shot him in the face, shot Haskell Garrett in the face. It went in one cheek, through his tongue and teeth, and out the other side. Stop it. Um, He rooms with um, one of the linebackers, Peter Warner. Um, He goes back to his place. Warner calls 911. They get him there um, to the hospital, and he survives. He actually played in January of this year in the national championship game against Alabama. This dude who didn't just get shot, he got shot in the face and uh, through the providence of God, it it uh, hit him in a place in his face that allowed him to survive. Um, and uh, it is an unbelievable thing. And here is a guy who didn't just survive and you know he, he gets to live a long, healthy life. He actually got to play the sport that he loves. And then in 21, he got to play it at such a high level that he wins Polynesian college football player of the year, something that would not have happened, literally had that bullet gone maybe an inch higher or an inch lower, right. uh, could have ended his life. Um, it's just unbelievable, uh, thing. We talk about, uh, the old, uh, kind of, uh, cheesy thing. You know, we, uh, uh, life is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Um, this guy gets it, man. He gets it that, um, we, uh, are literally a hair's breadth away from exiting this planet. Um, and yet he didn't exit the planet. Um, and, uh, Uh, was able uh, to turn this nearly tragic and horrific thing uh, into the Polynesian College Football Player of the Year. What a powerful story, huh? Yeah. Um, And uh, kudos to him. Uh, And others have said that he's really grown in his maturity, uh, and they really actually feel that maybe uh, that's part of the reason why he played so well, because he kind of got this new lease on life, if you will. Um, and uh, he can really appreciate um, the things that he's able to enjoy. So Haskell Garrett, congratulations on being the Polynesian College Football Player of the Year here in 2021. Speaking of children, his mom, very concerned. She was in Hawaii.
1: Yeah.
0: And she gets the news. Oh, wow. And she's like, I got to talk to my kid. She said, uh, uh, how's his beautiful face? Oh, uh, and uh, she, they get the phone to him, and you know he was obviously struggling to speak uh, because he got shot in the tongue. Right. Um, and uh, and yet she was so happy that she took the first flight out of Hawaii to Columbus. Um, his position coach is a guy named Larry Johnson, who's a deep lover of Jesus, hoping to get him on uh, the Sports and Spirituality Show at some point. Um, uh, he, he takes her to the hospital. Uh, she talks to head coach Ryan Day and says, uh, you're going to love uh, how he's doing. He actually has a beard. Uh, he wears number, jersey number 92. He has a beard that covers the scars uh, from, uh, from the shooting as well. Those scars are still there. He mentioned he still has a little PTSD from uh, uh, you know this sure. episode um, and so forth. But, uh, wow, what a blessing, uh, something to celebrate for sure. As we conclude the Christmas edition, um, I love Isaiah 9, verse 6. You're very familiar with it. From the New Living Translation, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In Haskell Garrett's situation, um, he had a mighty God who provided some level of protection for him. Uh, Actually, Haskell Garrett's father has died uh, when he was young. I believe he was about 13 years old. Uh, but he has an everlasting father. And now he has the sense of peace given to him by Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, um, even in this very tragic and horrific situation. But I have to tell you, uh, you're uh, you're a smart gal, went to uh, high school and college. Um, and uh, <clears throat> what's a preposition, a prepositional phrase here? Uh, uh, Let me try it again. Yeah. Uh, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. In that sentence, what's the preposition? To us? That's exactly right, the prepositional phrase. And to me, it's the most powerful two words in this passage. I love mighty God, everlasting Father, wonderful Counselor, Prince. Prince. I I love that. Right. But... Uh, you, you are blessed with two children. I am. You've been to the hospital for other people's kids. Yep. Uh, in my line of work as a pastor, uh, care and Outreach, pastor, ex-Church, Canal Winchester, uh, I go to the hospitals and visit people. And babies are born in those hospitals all the time. Right. Literally every day. Yep. Um, across the country, around the world, thousands of babies born. Yep. You know what? And it's cool. I love it. Um, at Fairfield Medical Center, they have a little lullaby they play. So if you're up on the fifth floor visiting someone and you hear the lullaby, you're like, oh, down on the second floor, baby was just born. Mm-hmm. Okay? They have that same thing at other hospitals. Uh, when we were waiting on our grandson to be born, we heard the music play a lot. It wasn't for our son for the longest time and fi- our grandson. And so finally, uh, you know, our grandson was born. They play the lullaby for us, right? Aww. It means something more when it's your kid, yep. Right. A child has been born. If that just said a child has been born, you're like, oh, that's nice. You know, that's cute. That's fun. Oh, yeah, I'm happy about that. But when a child is born to us, a son is given. You had Wade here a year ago. To us. It's completely different thing, right? It is. Uh, it's next level stuff. Yep, I'm happy about children. I love babies. I, a friend of mine uh, saw uh, at one of our Christmas experiences, brought her baby. It was awesome. I love that. Not more awesome than my baby, right? Not more awesome than my child. Uh, Not more awesome than the little one that I get to have, that I get to keep, that I get to receive love from and give love to. When you have your own, it's extra special. It's extra powerful.
1: That's true.
0: And that's what I get out of Isaiah 9, verse 6. 700 years before Jesus was born, it was prophesied that a child would be born. And not just a child to be born, but a child to be born to us. A son given to us, and that's what makes it personal, and I think it's what makes it even more powerful because it's not just a kid was born somewhere. That's nice. That's cute. That's fun. That's special. No, it's extra special. It is um, unbelievably divine and powerful and special because a child was born to us, and I think that prepositional phrase is the most powerful part of that.
1: Love it. It's a great thought.
0: So uh, that will conclude our Christmas presentation (laughs) on the Sports and Spirituality Show, Episode 19. Uh, Merry Christmas uh, to you, Kelsey, and your family.
1: Thanks, Steve. Merry Christmas to you and yours.
0: We will look forward to maybe having uh, uh, your husband join us for maybe a year in review process. And I've got a few questions for him. (laughs) That I'd really like to hear his answer on, okay. and not your made-up, convoluted, um, uh, probably lying mostly about it, answers.
1: That so was rude.
0: We'll get to the, uh, the, truth, the truth of the matter. Yes, right. yeah, the, the real source. We'll go to the source, and uh, I'll bring my wife on so she can confirm all the things I've said are true.
1: Yeah, I don't think she'll do that. You
0: don't think she'll do that? Nope. Well, we're about to find out on episode 20. Thank you for joining us for episode 19, our special Christmas edition of the Sports and Spirituality Show, sponsored in part by the Fairfield County Sports Network. For our our co-host, Kelsey Bull, Area Director of Young Life Lancaster, I'm Steve Rao. wishing you a Merry Christmas and celebrating the fact that a child was born to you and me.